You're listening to Fusion Patrol, a listener-supported podcast. Each week, we take a single episode of a science fiction TV series or movie and overanalyze it to within an inch of its life. Welcome to the discussion. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fusion Patrol. I'm Eugene. And I'm John Seven. (laughs) And tonight, (laughs) we're looking... At the movie, the 1976 movie, Logan's Run. We'll talk a little bit more about why we're doing that later on. Yep. Synopsis of the movie goes something like this. The Dome City is a closed oasis in a world destroyed by war. Logan Five is one of the elite Sandmen who enforce the ultimate law of the Dome City, that life must end on your 30th birthday, unless you are renewed in the ritual of carousel all citizens have a colored life clock embedded in their hands showing their age some who refuse to accept carousel become runners attempting to escape the sandmen make sure they fail in a chance encounter with a runner logan collects a strange medallion from the runner shaped like an ankh he later sees that same symbol on a beautiful young woman named jessica six who doesn't want to have sex with him imagine that Reporting in the next day, the computer that controls the city takes an interest in the Ankh. It reveals to Logan that over a thousand runners are unaccounted for, that no one actually renews, and that Ankh is tied to a place called Sanctuary, the destination of the runners. Logan is assigned to go undercover and find Sanctuary without the help of his fellow Sandmen. To add a little verisimilitude to Logan's assignment, computer takes four years from Logan's life. His life clock is now red and blinking, signifying that he is on last day. Logan seeks out Jessica, and despite her doubts, he finally convinces her that he really is a runner. Her friends aren't so easily convinced and try to have him killed. Meanwhile, Logan's best friend and partner, Francis Seven, has witnessed some of the things Logan has done, including letting a runner go free. He feels betrayed. He covers for his friend. And he confronts him. Logan and Jessica escape from him. And they finally convince Jessica's friends to let them leave the dome through secret passages. Logan, however, is still trying to be a Sandman and reports their location, bringing a squad of Sandmen to raid their hideout. When Jessica is almost killed, Logan saves her and throws in his lot with her, escaping into the tunnels. Francis follows them, but they get away from him in a flood. They enter an ice cave and encounter the cybernetic organism named Box. His faulty programming is to preserve fish, plankton, sea greens, and protein from the sea in iced storage. But when that stopped coming and the runners started coming, he began freezing them instead. Logan destroys Box and his cave. Logan and Jessica are likely the very first to make it outside the dome. It is a wilderness, but not a completely desolate one. Eventually, they come upon the ruins of Washington, D.C., where they meet an old man living alone with his cats. They have never seen old before, and he teaches them about how he was raised by his parents. Francis finds them, and in a struggle to the death, Logan must kill his friend. With little outside, Logan decides he must try to go back to the Dome City and expose the lie of Carousel. They convince the old man to accompany them to show everyone what old looks like. Inside, Logan fails to convince the crowds gathering for Carousel, and they are taken prisoner by the Sandmen. Under mind-probed the computer, Logan explains that there is no sanctuary, and that the runners didn't escape. The computer doesn't want to hear that, and explodes. A fight breaks out, more computers are destroyed, and the Dome City basically self-destructs, as computer-controlled Dome Cities are wont to do. The pampered and ill-prepared population of the city struggle forth into the outside to begin a new chapter in unpredictable death. The end. (laughs) Logan's run. Logan's run. The last, well, virtually the last major science fiction film before Star Wars ruined them all. Hey, I don't think it ruined them. It just changed them a little bit. Less dystopian and more cool gee whiz flying around spaceships. With actually, uh, actually, though, <laughs> I mean, joking aside, in a way, Star Wars did destroy them. Oh, it because, did. Because, no. 
No, yeah. yeah. All kidding aside, the, no, you're absolutely correct. I um, love Star Wars. I always loved Star Wars. Yeah. But it, it really did the 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 Me Too mentality and you know, it just basically the spectacle of it, the whole mm-hmm. idea of, you know, I mean, Jaws may have been the very first uh, summer blockbuster, but, you know, th- this whole bigger and grander and whiz bangier and yeah 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 it really made science fiction pop i guess you could say that yeah turned it into a western this is not a western right logan's run is not a western it's a it is about ideas we can discuss how well it approaches those ideas you know westworld similar era right Mm -hmm. yes it's a western but it isn't a western right it's about the ideas more than it is about the the uh, you know, Soylent Green, uh, right. Omega Man, all of that stuff. That, Rollerball. But, yep. But once we go past that, past Star Wars, that's all wiped off the table. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, pretty much forever. Um, I, think, I think Blade Runner in the 80s was dystopian-ish, but it was more of a kind of a visual spectacle. Yeah. Than a dystopian movie. I mean, it's definitely dystopian, but it's it's in a, a different class, like Star Wars yeah. was. Yeah. 2001 back in the 60s. Yeah. And Logan's Run is a film that has been mooted. Mooted? Hmm. Yeah, mooted. Uh, for uh, uh, remake for forever. People oh, yeah. wanted to take this film. And I, and I had an inspiration while I was watching the film. What was that? If they remake this, the part mm-hmm. of old man. Now think about this. <laughs> think of, think of. All the actors in the world, and I have the perfect actor to play old man. Oh, boy. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, okay. Think about it. I mean, not the man part. Yeah, old person. Old crazy cat lady. Yeah, no, no. I I can see it. She would definitely. I'm thinking of Guinan in in, in, uh, old age makeup. But yeah. Yeah, except she doesn't need the old age makeup. (laughs) No. Have, you, have you seen really Whoopi old. lately? No, I have not. I think she's she's got to be in her sixties or older. Hmm. Um, I mean, she doesn't look as fake old as Peter Ustinov does there, but <laughs> yeah, you know. Anyway, I just I don't know. That just hit me, and it's like, wow, yeah, I can see that. I can totally yeah. see that. A little crazy, a little a little sage, a little yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, and she could do still do the whole T.S. Eliot cat stuff too. Exactly. It would work, yeah. It would it would totally work. Yeah. So uh yeah. So well uh, Logan's Run. I mean, what do you think of Logan's Run? How are you exposed to Logan's Run? I think I saw Logan's Run when I was boy, probably I think I saw the um uh, the the extended trailer for it, you know, kind of the making of mm-hmm. at a science fiction gathering convention thing in the late seventies in North Dakota. Cause they had a couple comic book conventions up there. I seem to vaguely remember. And I think that was one of the commercials or commercials. (laughs) That was one of the, the, the film roles that they, they showed in the auditorium. Hmm. Um, And then I think I saw the movie proper pretty much VHS early eighties. I've been thinking about this and I, think or it might have been tv i'm not sure i may have seen this on the actual network airing yeah you know come to think of it come to think of it it probably was on tv and i think i could be wrong because i've seen it on tv a few other times but not recently frankly i haven't seen logan's run in at least 10 15 years oh yeah i think that the scenes in the sex shop were cut out of the network version Uh, i can believe that yeah, I know I'm pretty was, sure because I was like, really "Whoa!" Dialed down from. <laughs> I don't remember the, that. The original script apparently had quite a bit more uh, graphicness to it, but yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it probably did, and and more of naked Jenny a gutter. <laughs> it's, it's always a good thing, if you ask me. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, going to say it. It's kind of hard not to like Jenny a gutter. In anything was, she does, yeah. That was Agater. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. I've heard it a gutter, but I don't know. I mm. honestly don't know. And I don't know how we would find out. 
It's not like Wikipedia has a click here for pronunciation like Wiktionary does. Um, Sometimes they do. Depends on the word. Not to be in this case, though. <laughs> what, what do you think of the film itself? Well, let's see. Um, I, even as a kid, I thought that some of the special effects were highly suspect. <laughs> uh, the, Such as? The Dome City, the large mm-hmm. model they use for that. Yeah. Looked, outside or in? Or both? Both-ish. Bo- outside reminded me of something from War of the Worlds. You know, the movie, George okay. Bell movie. Okay, that's possible. That'll work. Inside, it looked like it was a large model made as a guide. You know, it's like here's a model of what we want you to build. You know, it, when you finish it, it will look like buildings, not just large boxes covered with shiny holographic film. And the the scale of things was really wrong in a lot of stuff, like their the, the water transportation tubes. Yes. Uh, the walls of those would have been like two feet thick, clear plastic. The water was the wrong scale. Yeah. Uh, water is always hard, but yeah. Yeah. It's just, it looked, yeah, I know. It looks it's like a model. Be, yeah, it looked like a model. Uh, it, it just, it didn't have, uh, the depth of field seemed to be wrong. You know, like things in the distance were blurry. Like yeah. it would for a model that was shot at um you know a wider open f-stop uh you, you know i understand that the set was large and you know without motion control you could never get away with small uh, f-stops or in this case t-stops for long exposures and uh to increase the depth of field to make the things look big uh, you know it wasn't until star wars where you actually had that ability in a production set a production environment where you could actually control the motor with a computer, but yeah. And then some of the other stuff, like uh, for example, when they were in the ice cave and uh, Logan shoots the birds, they oh, fall down, yeah, that's causing terrible. everything else to collapse on top of them. It was like, that was terrible. Erwin uh, Allen uh, level uh, disaster film, special effects where it's a bunch of people that they shot on a stage flailing around with some debris being dropped on top of them by stagehands and then superimposed over the top of that, just laid over the top, were chunks of other debris and fire and smoke yeah, that was... and with weird aspect ratios and stuff that looked like they'd stretched it in the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 um, oh God. Printer? The, optical printer? The, the optical printer, right. They stretched in the optical printer to fit the screen. So, you know, so, you know, everything's elliptical. You know, everything's wide. It just yeah. In and the the artifacts you get when you run film through multiple times, where you lose the We're contrast, the grain goes way up, was just really overwhelming. And this was when I was saw it when I was like ten. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. not really better on the Blu-ray. Oh, I bet it's just sharper, and you can see the grain better. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, but you know what the the thing about the special effects in Logan Run um, mm-hmm. are they're mercifully short, mm. right? It's not really a yeah. special effects film, right? Yes, the establishing shot they only yes. use shots of the city a couple times when they're in the travel tubes and at the beginning, right? right. And they did pull all the stops out when they did the the mat shots of the. Uh, Washington D.C. area with all the vines and stuff growing over the top. Of yeah, it. those are good. Those are good. I understand those were very expensive hmm. uh, if in their time for making those paintings. But oh yeah, yeah. Apparently, in the uh, uh, the the age of the city, which I wrote down, twenty two seventy four, the area around Washington D.C. now looks like Southern California. <laughs> well, I um, hate that. <laughs> Well, but so does New York in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, or anything else shot about that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think they were definitely going for the whole Planet of the Apes Statue of Liberty thing when they went with the Lincoln shot, kind of. Except that, not the surprise, obviously, because we can all see it's the Lincoln Memorial. Right. But, you know, it just was... that kind of the wrecked remnants of a great once great right. civilization. And also, thing. more importantly, it's the first time they've actually seen somebody who's older than 30. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Lincoln wasn't the best looking guy to begin with. 
So well, he had the big the, the beard and stuff. So or yeah. bearded. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they've seen anybody with a beard. Nobody in the Dome City had a beard. Yeah, the, the only one that even comes close was Logan when he was coming back into the Dome City at the end, right before he helped destroy it. Yeah, he had a little bit of five o'clock shadow, so it's almost as if there was as, something yeah. in their their food or something that that, that stopped you from having. As beard. did Francis when he killed him. Yeah. Hmm. Um. And we the, know that. Uh, let's see here. The film starts on Capricorn fifteen. <laughs> yes. And the film ends on Capricorn 29. Yeah. So over the course of two weeks, mm-hmm. Logan grew. I wish my beard grew that slow. <laughs> mine too. <laughs> and mine grows pretty slow, but oh, yeah. not that slow. Yeah. 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 I, I go for three days and, and, you know, I've got pretty much a beard. Hmm. But aside from the ropey special effects, the film itself, I mean, the story, the... Oh, I enjoyed the story. You know, uh, uh, Logan's Run, strangely enough, was my first foray into prop building. Uh, oh, back the in Sandman the, gun? The the DS pistol, yeah. The Deep Sleep pistol. Deep Sleep, yeah. Yep. Back in uh, the 70s, uh, when uh, the Starlog magazine was still around, for anybody out there who's old enough yeah. to remember that one, uh, there was a uh, pullout of a poster, and it was a blueprint of the, uh, the the gun, a side view of it. And I thought that was so darn cool looking. And uh, years later, uh, when I went to attend my, my first uh, real science fiction convention in Arizona, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go in costume. So I made myself a Sandman gun out of pill bottles and uh, sheet plastic and uh, a couple chunks of wood, I think, and some, I think, a, 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 a uh, Zerk fitting from a piece of machinery, something you'd normally put oil or grease into a fitting on, and mm-hmm. uh, got the black t-shirt and made the tunic the whole bit. So I played Sandman uh, for my first convention. So, yeah. I assume shouting at, runner at a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. I had uh, people... Uh, people running from me and stuff like that. And yeah, I wasn't, uh, wasn't quite used to people actually getting into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it was, it was interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yes. Was. Yes. I thought the movie was pretty cool. I, I like I Logan's run. Too. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I love the, I love the book. <laughs> oh, the book. Yeah. The, the film. Book was, ah, you know, if they ever did a remake of this movie, I hope Make they just. The book. I hope they say, you know, the movie was interesting. We'll go for some of the looks maybe in it, but we're not going to take cues from it. We're going to go from the yeah. book. Yeah, that we're going for the book. I would people would that. not recognize that, that film if they and they went. Oh no! Book. Uh, it would it would be really darn good. I'll tell you that. Um, we we'll talk about the book a little bit later. I'll, I'll just say mm-hmm. my complaint about this film. Yeah. I enjoy the film, and of course, watching it for the podcast, you're looking at it from a, a kind of critical eye, and it, it yes. probably occurred to me deep down, but but you know, to the fore. This is a film that the first part is fantastic, and the second part is a whole lot of nothing burger. Mm. Kind of once they leave the city, it's sort of, eh. <laughs> it's like yeah, the whole kinda... thing with old man is dull, and then the ending is rushed and... Yeah, the ending is, is rushed. Yeah, the ending is. Yeah, they they could have tightened some stuff up there, uh, maybe eliminated some of the scenes in the the city early on. You know, some more of the the Logan pondering whether or not you actually do renew, and uh, yeah, definitely. Hey, to say well, it, the, the running also... scenes, they could cut some of those down and and have more of a, I don't know. What, well, and this is the this is the the flaw of the way they converted the movie the book to the movie is that you know, first up, and I'm not going to go into the whole we walk outside for the first time and we have crushing agoraphobia, right? Agoraphobia, one of those two, <laughs> and photosensitivity and whatnot, and freak out and and whatnot. Um, we won't go into that part, but I mean, there just really isn't a whole lot of them coming to grips with. And, and there's not a lot of adventure outside. 
an old road, right. swimming, having a bit of sex in the pool. It, it just, it really is kind of like, yeah, all right, well, whatever. Uh, and, and there's no urgency to finding food. Do they, do they have food? They complain about water at one point, but were they eating anything? I, I don't know. And at this point, I they don't had, like, know. No, provisions, no supplies. But, yeah. No gun. No, no, no gun, nothing. Yeah. And, you know, how the heck Francis found them? Another story. But yeah, it just, it kind of doesn't. And, you know, in the book, for, for those of you who have not read the book, there's one thing that does not exist in the book that is in, that is principal to this film. And that's the domed city. Mm-hmm. In the book, the whole planet is under the control yep. of the system. Yep. And Sandmen and the transport tubes and whatnot, they can go anywhere in the world in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And into that world, Logan becomes a runner. There right. is no sanctuary because the there entire world, including Antarctica, everything is yep. under the control of this. So when people go running, they, they, they do have the idea of sanctuary, but it is truly an absurd notion. It mm-hmm. turns out there may actually be one, but that's another story. That's yes. the book. So therefore, Logan's run is his run. The book is him avoiding the Sandmen mm-hmm. and him trying to escape and follow the clues and go from place to place and, and do whatever it had to be. And that works better just like this film works better when it's in the city and when they're even when they're in the tubes underneath and they're still being pursued by by francis and it just it's it kind of just stumbles and yeah and the book doesn't end with the computer going oh i have been kirked to death and (laughs) and dying and and basically killing everyone who lives in the dome city because you know they're all going to die or eat each other um before long oh oh yeah yeah it's gonna be total chaos and death you know about three days after uh everybody exits the city that's still alive it's gonna be horrible. i mean at least Nobody the sandmen have been trained hunters and so you know maybe they could be they could retrain themselves to hunt for food but everybody else is just gonna gonna die <laughs> like, that's, right that's i mean they'll try to I'm sure they'll try to salvage what what's left inside the city, but even then, yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, it, it, in the movie when uh, the character of the played by Farrah Fawcett Holly, when mm-hmm. she comes uh, to tell the rest of the other sanctuary uh, believers, guardians, stewards, yeah, you know, whatever they're called, that Doc is dead. I I got the impression that she was just. Dim as a burned out light bulb. Wow. Yeah. Not bright at all. No. And if that's the and, and general, not robust. No. No, oh, no, not at all. Good thwack to the head with something and she's out like completely. I was thinking mentally robust there as well. I mean, she just. Oh, like, yeah, she, that too. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there's no depth there. Yeah, and... there's no depth whatsoever. Yeah. You know, an adventure to her would be, you know, trying a different flavor of food. <laughs> if that. <laughs> Or a different sex position, yeah. Well, I wasn't going to uh, go there. Right? But yeah. that may not Maybe. be. With this film, I think it's totally appropriate to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if that's a general mental state of people who are in the dome, yeah, there, there's no hope. Humanity yeah. just died. Yeah. Basically, Logan killed humanity. But technically, you could say that the computer killed humanity because the computer set this chain of events in in motion. Right, right. It's an interesting thing I noticed about the film. It's a kind of a ticky, ticky only there had been some sort of a, an ancient council in charge of the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> oh well, yeah. Gosh, if they, saying? if they remake it, they were doing it. I was saying that I noticed at the beginning of the film, we are presented with Logan, who is assigned to kill the runner. Francis, who decides to follow him. The two of them are right royal. Uh, we'll, we'll use the word jerks playing cat and mouse with a runner. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're, they're essentially yeah. mentally torturing him by oh, yeah. chasing him around. They could have, they could have terminated him instantly, but instead they 
they give him a little rope, they taunt him, they tease him, and then eventually Mm -hmm. Francis shoots him. Now, that's important. Logan never kills a runner in this film. He admits, sorry, terminates a runner. He admits to Jessica he's terminated many runners. Mm -hmm. But we as the audience are never shown him terminating a runner because that probably wouldn't pass muster with the studio. Mm. The good guy, right? Francis is allowed to do it. He should not have taken the shot. Logan should have taken that shot. He can be a jerk, but he can't be a killer. The first person he kills is basically in self-defense of uh, himself. Yeah. Which is Doc. Right. And then he, he shoots a couple Sandmen. Then he shoots Sandmen after they start attacking and they try to kill Jessica. Right. But the Sandmen are the bad guys in this film. So it's okay to shoot them, even though he is one. So he is bad guy turned good guy. And it's just, it's funny that they would, I think they squeamished out on letting him kill that runner at the beginning. He should have. And I think it would be better for the story. But, you know, well, I'm afraid you've, you've broken the unspoken rule. You, you killed, you killed one of the good guys, a runner. And, we can't allow that. We can we can talk about it, but we can't allow you to actually see it. So I, I thought that was uh, uh, amusing. There's a very confused bit with Box when they go into the ice cave and they meet Box yeah. and he reveals that he's, I don't know why he makes ice sculptures or what the heck's going on there. But, you know, he's been freezing all the runners <laughs> that come through. Yeah. It's a very short scene and it doesn't really do much of anything. And I found out a while back that there was a scene that sounds like it was recorded because they have the audio for it where Fox holds them to pose for him and naked in an embrace. Mm -hmm. And during that time, Logan admits to Jessica that he called in the troops that killed all her friends and, you know, kind of, basically says i've switched over to your side now which is not the first time he said that but because that's basically the lie he told her before but here he confesses it and i think they should have left that in i mean for two reasons i mean one because it's important that Mm -hmm. we get that kind of admission from logan and and contriteness on his part and then uh contrition and also because um, Jessica Six would have been naked more in that scene, and <laughs> anything they could do on that would helps this film. Uh, I, I just, I just feel I do not remember her out, outfit, her sex outfit when she puts herself on the the sex circuit at the yeah. beginning of the film, and she comes out. Wow, that is not much of an outfit. No, it's just it, pretty it much is, a drape with a belt. Yeah, it is. It is <clears throat> not what she normally wears during the course of the film. And of course, that's the first time we were introduced to her. And I have to admit, my brain kind of <laughs> projected that onto what she was wearing the whole time, but it isn't. Right. She has like, you know, in my memory. Things, yeah. If I remember right. Yeah. She has the standard green thing that, that the girls wear who mm-hmm. are green. And, uh, but yeah, she's got that very nothing outfit at the, at the beginning, you know, yay, 70s sci fi, pre Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, before it became wholesome Western fun. Eh. Yeah. What else we got? Oh, I ran some numbers. Oh, like what? Well, so carousel yep. is the ritual that apparently everybody in the freaking dome city goes every night to watch people die or renew, which strikes me as an incredibly boring, you know, after the f- every day, those people are in there. I mean, Logan is into it, right? He's screaming, Row! and all the people are screaming. You're like, didn't you just do this yesterday and the day before, mm-hmm. the day before, the day before that? And it's <laughs> like, well, is it mandatory that everybody go? But more importantly, there are 40 people on Carousel. Right. If there are 40 people on Carousel, then assuming that's an average day, there are 14,600 people who'd go to carousel every year because there would be 365 times 
40 right. people on carousel and since they have a finite life of 30 years that means there are 30 years worth of people therefore the population of the dome city is 438,000 people well, yeah that's uh it's good for dome city but not so good for the rest of uh the world one would hope that there are other well 438,001 people because of old man right, I don't... right exactly yeah i yeah that's the other thing about Logan's run that just the whole bit where you get to Washington, you meet exactly one guy hmm. and he's never met anybody else or he can't remember. And like, that's, that's it. That's it. I mean, is the world truly destroyed out there or are there cities or other domed cities or other survival mechanisms in other continents? We don't know. And it's kind of, it makes sense that they can't find that out, but at the same time, it's kind of frustrating. I, I'm I'm more interested in the outside world, in a way, mm-hmm. in knowing what what it's like, and and we really just don't get that. We don't really get that. So, yeah, it would have been nice to have some better idea uh, if there was more out there. But yeah, just the way they did it was. If only, if only they had a car or something and they could have traveled further. Right. I'm sure exactly. this would have been better. Yeah. Probably. Um. Yeah. They might have <laughs> met some secluded mountain villages or something like yeah, that. Who knows what? Fun. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a museum with a Jeep in it or something. I don't know. Yeah. The 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 people, uh, so they have, uh, I guess, three colors. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... Uh, yellow, green, and red. Right. Each is a phase of your life. Well, you could you could also count white, white and black, if you want to do that as well. Well, uh, I yeah, I don't think they. I mean, black obviously is post last day. Um, if you get that far, and white, I don't know when you're born. Yeah, it's from uh, from birth to age eight. Where'd you get that from? Oh, just doing some research. Interesting, because they. Huh. And then yellow That's... from nine to fifteen, and then sixteen to twenty-three is green, and then red from twenty-three to I'm sorry, twenty-four to thirty. Well, that's interesting. Of course, the book doesn't have any of the white or the doesn't have the white because well, blue, if I remember right. No, they only have three colors because they're seven years each. You live to twenty-one and you die. Oh, that's right. That's right. Blue is one of them, though. Uh, yeah, blue, blue, green. Yeah, I think instead of green, but. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I um, I was going somewhere with that. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, was the the ages? So if that you pulled that from somewhere, okay, um, fine. How how old is Jessica supposed to be? Uh, between sixteen and twenty three. In actuality, she was actually twenty three. Oh, okay. Everybody else is and, over thirty. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Michael York sure doesn't look under thirty. In no. this new, 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 no, new. The guy who played Francis was like 39. I can believe that. Yep. I can completely believe that. So, but there's, there's casting for you. Mm-hmm. One of the conceptions of the movie was that they made it 30 instead of 21. I personally think 21 makes far more sense for what they're accomplishing yeah. because, and I hate to say this, but you know, actuarial data proves your brain really doesn't solidify up yeah <laughs> until you're 24 yeah and and at least so you're still a lot more malleable mm-hmm. at under 21 and you you haven't got the wisdom and the judgment to realize that this is really a not a good system for you <laughs> it's like so uh but they had to but making everyone what we would call children, the entire cast, children, and would have been tough from the Hollywood oh, standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that would have been very easy to pull off. Yeah. It, it was, I remember the book used to disconcert me because it would say things like, she was a young woman of 13. We're like, ow. Ah. <laughs> like, what? Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Like, oh, no, that's just wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to remember in the book why they, why they, uh, they made your last day at 21. And wasn't it? Never trust anyone over 21. 
Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it was, was the youth revolution. It was the little war, the little right. war. Yeah, which doesn't mean small war. It was devastating. It was, uh, it was the 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 the, the younger folk mm-hmm. caused a massive rose up and killed the old folk. Yeah, exactly, and ended up destroying the world. Yeah. So yeah, and about the only bit other than last day, the only bit you hear about that in the movie are the cubs when they make Logan inhale some muscle and they don't explain really what that is. Yeah. And nothing really happens from it. Right. He just fires his gun off into the air and kind of acts a little strung out a little for a couple minutes. But in the book, uh, muscle was a, a um, super soldier drug that was given to people in the military when they're about to, to go into a fight that would make them superhuman pretty much yeah super fast super reactions all this kind of stuff but if you were like over 18 or something like that it would kill you it'd blow your heart up or something like that it's like yeah. super cocaine something like that yeah yeah so the cubs could take it but they were trying to give it to logan to kill him basically he right. blew himself apart yep i think they did that to somebody in the book but anyways i'm pretty sure they did yeah i'm pretty sure they did yeah there's a lot of things that well, you mentioned the DS gun. Yeah. Right? The deep sleep, guys. Deep sleep is not mentioned <laughs> in this at all. No. No, because in the book, there wasn't carousel. They were right. There wasn't shops. carousel. There sleep were... shops. Sleep shops. But but the point is that, right, the, the boys from deep sleep, the Sandman, mm-hmm. right? Yep. <laughs> Sandman makes no sense in this film. The name yes. Sandman makes no sense because they never tie it to putting them to sleep. Exactly. Exactly, because they went with. The I don't. Ter- I don't. I've never thing. killed anyone in my life. I terminate runners. No, I've never killed anyone in my life. I <laughs> sleep runners. I put them to right? sleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would have made sense, but they don't use that, and that is that is weird. I don't know that I have a lot about the film. Like I say, I enjoy it. It it, it falls flat for me at the end, but I um, it, it is the last of the the old school. 70s um, sci-fi kind of oh yeah um the uh jerry goldsmith's um score, score. is is good and uh, weird and, and bad. weird yeah it 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 gets better once they leave the city yes because <laughs> all the music inside the city is remember jerry goldsmith did the uh the weird score for planet of the apes as well Right, yeah, that you know the sticks, the talk, 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 you know all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, which it, worked really well. And in the, yeah, it works in the city because it makes it all futuristic and and strange. And then it switches over to a classic theatrical uh, score, or I'm sorry, a, a you know full full orchestral score when they get outside of the city. And it's like it's an interesting transition they did there, um, sound wise. Hmm. Yeah, and. I don't mind an electronic score. And there is a scene. I even marked it down. Except for uh, some in sounds. Carousel. In Carousel, that music really sounded like bad 70s Doctor Who. Oh, it, it, there, it running through the sex shop didn't? The, the, that was... It didn't sound top. like Doctor Who, but it was bad 70s. You know, there, there, is, um, there is a bad 70s electronic sound. And then there is that really bad 70s Doctor Who sound. Uh, and I <laughs> love Doctor Who. Hate, hate, hate Dudley Simpson scores from the 70s. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't, I can't quite put my finger on it, but I know what you mean. It's like, is it that they didn't use, that they went they went with music, instruments or sounds? Instruments and sound, electronics. At the, yeah, I think that so. That sounded too unlike classic instruments that they're just it was pure sound or pure noise in some cases you know beeps and blurbs right and And they thought you know let's throw the idea of of uh harmony and melody out of the window and and just go with something that's almost random it's very spacey Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. but it doesn't make music that the listener can relate to and you kind of need that yeah i can't uh, (laughs) if i can't whistle it i don't want it you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not going to be listening. You're not going to be whistling a lot of the incidental music in this movie. Well, I mean, you can go yeah. like that. But 
Well, you know, da, na, na, at the beginning, that's kind of, uh, yeah. and they, then it gets going in. <sighs> Another thing that was kind of interesting, that, so the Cubs, mm-hmm. how, how does that work? I mean, they put them in Cathedral because they're too violent, but they can't stay in Cathedral after they're 16. When they come out, are they not violent? What do they do with the violent ones who are 17 through 30? Oh, do they have uh, somewhere they don't else come to send out. them? They don't come out. The Cubs kill them. It is I, I that, remember that from the book. They're, they are killed by their peers, pretty much. Well, he, given... he says that no yeah. Cubs over 16, they're going to rip you apart. Right. But why? I don't well, know. Why, why don't they just rip <laughs> them apart anyway? I mean, if they're violent offenders, wouldn't they just be doing violent things to each other anyway? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, well, I'm going to wait till you're 16 and then we're going to tear you apart. And why would Billy. they be? Why would they all be be essentially put onto a reservation and yeah, led to? Yeah, why not send the Sandmen out to eliminate them if they are a hazard to the Dome City, which they clearly are. I don't understand. Because we don't that. kill people. We don't kill people. They might renew. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's it. You know, maybe that there is no capital punishment. It is. It's one for one, and and uh, we just uh, yeah. I, I suppose that could be. Yeah. If we killed them, we would be diminished. It would it would belie the whole bit about renewal. Oh wow! Right? Yeah, I didn't think about that. You could be onto something there. Huh. Another question I have. Granted, the programming on the computer wasn't all that great. I didn't. The first few times I watched this film, I didn't think what they were saying is what they were saying, but it turns out they were. It sounds like Logan Six is actually Logan Five's biological son in this film. Oh, you think? Yeah, because of the way that, like, the way that Francis said, "Well, did you know his seed mother?" Hmm. And it's like if if Logan Six is just some guy, some boy that was born, and they decided to call him Logan Six, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and... there'd be some some uh, relationship there, wouldn't there? And and do you know, did you know his mother? I said, I'm not a pervert or whatever it was he said. I'm not sick. <laughs> no, I don't know her. I'm not sick. Um, something like that. Huh. Yet it sounds like there is an implied continuity from Logan 5 to Logan 6. Yeah, if that, that's yeah the, that could work. If that's the case, then this must be a patrilineage, patrilineal society. How does it work with the girls? Or is it the girls know their kid is their kid, but the dad doesn't? Uh, I don't. I don't think they thought this out. No, I don't think they thought that part out either. I'm there, I'm thinking that there's probably some uh, mechanical extraction of genetic material stuff. Uh, <laughs> stuff. We'll go with stuff. And um, why the, the the donors would actually know where? Well, I guess the it just yeah. could be completely random. You know, uh, the computer comes up with a name for a baby and it says, oh, this one is going to be Logan 6. And that's, you know. We're due for a Logan 6. Lewis 9. For some reason. Yeah. And it just, the people of the Dome City came to the conclusion that, well, I'm Logan 5 and that one's Logan 6. So therefore, we yeah, must be related be. somehow. I, I assume that what the real system is, is that they just extract a lot of um, seed yeah, and, uh, and eggs, yep. and then put them in a huge vat all together, <laughs> something like that. <sighs> Big and then kind of fish out the ones that take. And uh, it's yeah, totally random. Exactly. We don't know what's going on here. Yeah, it's uh, yep. also mm-hmm. Logan has four years. Yes, therefore Logan is twenty six, and Logan six has been born. Yeah, Jessica. Is a Jessica six? Francis is a Francis seven. Mm-hmm. Are we? The number is obviously a generational number. Uh, maybe in in uh, a place with no surnames, having a room full of Logans would be kind of confusing. So if you, I agree. Numbers, I mean, maybe there's a Logan twenty five out there too. Who knows? It's it's I mean, possible, but again, unfortunately, because they present us with Logan five and they show us. There's Logan six. Mm-hmm. It yeah, really you kind seems of, like you put two, two together. The, yeah, Logan is the only Logan, unless there's 
and, and at his age, there's bound not to be a Logan four still alive, but in his lifetime, there's a Logan five and a Logan six at the same time. And maybe during his lifetime, there was a Logan four and a Logan five at the same time, but they've all been in the same length of time. They all live the same length of time. They should be roughly the same generational numbers. I would think I could see Jessica maybe being a six because she's younger, but Francis can't be much older than Logan. So how's he a seven? Do they just like the name Francis more than Um, they do Logan? It just, I think it's completely (sighs) random. And the people of the city kind of assume that, that it's, you know, this one's got my name. So we must be related somehow since there's no, no surnames. I mean, I guess you could say, you know, everybody who's a five stand over here and everyone is a nine over there. And uh, I don't know. I mean, the yeah. the only person we uh, we see with a high number is Holly, Farrah Fawcett's character. She's Holly 13. Popular name. Yeah. Or they die young or something. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. And probably best not to think too deeply on that one. But it just <laughs> it's always bugged me that it's like, <laughs> I feel like this probably hasn't been thought through. Yeah, I mean, you can have a lot of names. At least 438,000 of them, you'd think. We're close to that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. How many names there are out there in the world? At least seven. Enough to, to fill up a couple books, because I've seen plenty of books on bookshelves back when we went to bookstores to look at books. When there were bookstores. Yes. In the pre-times. <laughs> the before <laughs> times. The before times. <laughs> Um, do you have anything else on Logan's run the movie? I keep thinking that if, you know, if I ever, ever get to Dallas, Texas, I'm going to go visit that fountain. Oh, the, um, I've got that name here somewhere. Yeah. I forget what it's called, but it's the Fort Worth water garden. Yeah. Water gardens. That's and what I, it was. And I think the mall that this is shot in has been torn down. I believe. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I'd be amazed if it was still standing. Yeah. yeah. As far as I know, the water fountains are still up, and those are pretty neat. Yeah. I don't think you can play in them like uh, Logan and Jessica did. but uh, No, but you can stand near them. I, I took a look at pictures of them today. Hmm. Uh, cool. A lot of people are kind of walking down relatively low. I don't think they're, you know, you have to shoot it from an angle where you can't see Fort Worth. And oh, yeah. The big yeah. sign that says Fort Worth Water Garden. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just found some pictures of it. Yeah, you can actually walk down inside of it. I take that back. I suspect it's not very deep. Uh, it looks about 30 feet at least. No, no, I mean the actual puddle of water at that. Oh, the water? No, it's probably a couple feet, if that. Did we actually see them dive in, or was that done off camera? Uh, no, we did see I think see I blinked. There. I blinked, <laughs> I think, at that moment. but Oh, it... Uh, on the Wikipedia page, it says uh, Parker's reopened in 2007 after being made safer by reducing the depth of the main pool from nine feet to two feet. I think that would ah. make it less safe if you try to dive in. But I guess well, I think it means diving. people were going into it and probably dying. They're yeah. probably stepping into it and sinking. Okay, yeah, swim. Yeah, good point. You know, yes. Yeah, just so you step in and you're just like, oh, well, get up on your knees and you're out. Yeah. People recreating scenes from Logan's Run probably are the ones that die in the two-foot pool. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, people were being pulled underwater by the pumps. The <laughs> of the pumps, yes. I could see why they I have to say, fix that. Oof. I have to say that scene where they just find this water structure and they go, ah, it looks like this is going to be the only way to get into the city. It's like, really? Really? You're going you're gonna to go down there into that? Through the grinders and the propellers and the <laughs> yeah, exactly whatever is down there. The the, the... also since we're on it, the mm-hmm. other thing that bugs me about that scene, I'm a terrible swimmer, so I'm not I'm not going to go say that I could do any of this. But oh, let's no, say I... I could swim well enough that I could swim down to the first grate and fight my way to get that first grate open. What would you do after you get that first grate open? Uh, try to find air, I would think. But go back up to the top, get some air. Yeah, do it again, right? Yep. I mean, because he had to go through two, maybe three grates. I would be going back for air every time. If you 
can get to the grate, you can get back to the air. Well, it's got to be better in their, than trying to hold it the whole time. In their defense, I think the the people in the Dome City um, are in remarkably good shape. I mean, they're all young, and pretty much they 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 seem Still. to work out and have sex, and that's like their that's their activities, you know. So and run and run. <laughs> some some run, some run farther than others. Uh, so yeah, maybe they would be able to do uh, swimming like that fairly easily. Don't know. But again, you don't know how far you have to go. True. And you know, that that's the bit where you're like, I've had to wait a long time to get this out. Maybe I should try to make a run through it with. Yeah. Anyway. Just... Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get trapped down there, but you know, maybe the, that bit of wisdom hasn't uh, made itself apparent to him. <laughs> My thought would be that you would go up to the wall of the Dome City and follow it around. Yes, it's big, but there's bound to be a door or something somewhere. Access panels, mm-hmm. you know, there's got to be some other stuff. Not just, I found this watery thing. It must go into the city, so let's do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that was just not not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. Well, the reason, let's get to the reason. The reason. Oh, yes. The reason why we're doing all this. I forgot. Not just because, not just because, hey, Logan's Run. Mm-hmm. Because we are going to be starting Wait Logan's Run, the TV series. Ooh. <laughs> which ran for a few weeks in somewhere <laughs> in the 1970s. <laughs> 14 episodes, I seem to remember. I think that, and at least two that never aired. Um, so we're going to be starting that up and, uh, see if we can't, I'm sure they fixed all the problems uh, oh, yeah. with the movie Yeah, and, and it's just going to be fantastic. And the reason it was canceled after 14 episodes was because it was too good for TV. Yeah. They just couldn't take it. It made all the other shows look bad. It, they were jealous and they just yep. got it out. Anyway. John, thank you for joining me. <laughs> You're welcome. It's been very fun. And listeners and runners, I hope you'll join us all again next time on Fusion Patrol. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Fusion Patrol, a listener-supported podcast. There are over 500 previous episodes available at FusionPatrol.com. Come join the conversation on Twitter, our website, or Facebook. Find out how you can become a supporter at Patreon.com slash Fusion Patrol. Supporters get early access to all regular episodes, bonus episodes, and more. There's even an optional podcast series where we're looking at the classic TV series, Babylon 5. Our music is Fight the Future by Amber Wolf. This has been a Lone Locust production.